Welcome to The Policy Shop, weekly conversations with public policy experts where we'll dive into the most important issues affecting all of us here in Illinois. I'm Hillary Gowans. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Melanie Krakauer, guest hosting again. Joining me today is Orfei Devungi, Chief Economist for the Illinois Policy Institute. The housing market has been on absolute fire the last year, and Orfe will provide an in-depth look at the Illinois market and how it compares to the rest of the nation. Orfe, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Melanie. It's great to have you. You and I know the housing market intimately. I bought a house last year, and I know you're constantly looking at the market. Um, so could you please kick it off by breaking down the components of real estate and what's making buying a home so attractive right now? So whether or not buying a home is attractive right now, that's a whole other question. But but let's put it this way. During the pandemic, uh, many, many families were looking for more space uh, and the haves got in the market and went and looked for homes in the suburbs. And then a lot of families also got some government stimulus. Uh, we also had that helped shore up their uh, finances. We also had a decline in interest rates that pushed mortgage rates as low as they had been in a long time. And so the housing market got a lot of fuel and really got and really heated up. And so we had a surge in housing demand across the country, uh, but it was a problem. There weren't enough units available uh, for most people, right? And this is because for the last decade or so, right after the uh, great recession, home building had been extremely sluggish. And, and so we found ourselves with a large nationwide shortfall in housing units. And of course, you know, when demand increases and the supply isn't there, we end up with a massive increase in housing prices. And so that's pretty much what happened during the pandemic. Uh, in Illinois in particular, uh, while housing prices increased by 20% across the country in the last year alone, housing values only increased by 14% in, in the uh, Illinois and mostly Chicago uh, metropolitan area. It sounds like what you're saying is so people might be out looking and shopping for a home and they're finding that there's not enough homes in Illinois to purchase, which is driving prices up. And so that's an issue that, that, that predates the pandemic, I believe. That's right. So we had, a, we had a shortage before the pandemic, but housing demand hadn't surged, uh, wasn't as robust as it is now. And so what, what ends up happening is when you have a lot of people trying to buy homes and buying homes, but you don't have enough units on the market, inventories fell to a no time low and prices went up. Now, uh, what's interesting about that story is that housing prices in areas where Americans moved during the pandemic. So we saw a lot of interstate migration during the pandemic and people moved to, to different markets. People moved where there were fewer government regulations. People moved where uh, the cost of government was lower. In other words, they had lower taxes, but great services. They had great amenities. People moved to those places and they really stimulated the housing market in those areas and the labor markets. And so we saw those places seeing a massive employment recovery, you know, they recovered much faster than, than, than most areas in the, around the country. Uh, the problem with Illinois is that we didn't get any of that, right? We have a massive labor market hole 
to, to recover from. We know we're still missing roughly 200,000 jobs from before the pandemic. And housing demand was also more sluggish in Illinois when compared to other places, which is why housing prices did not increase as much. Uh, and, and the reason for that is because people leave Illinois. They don't come here, right? We had, we had, we've had, even before the pandemic, we had uh, an out-migration crisis that, last, that has lasted so far, I think, uh, seven, for, we're in the eighth year, I believe, of, of a declining population uh, problem. And so uh, even though mortgage rates were really low and incomes increased and fi fi families were, uh, finances improved, Housing demand in Illinois was not as robust as it was even in Indiana or Wisconsin or in many other states around the country. So a lot of people say that one of the benefits of Illinois and Chicago is that you can still find relatively well-priced homes, especially compared to other large cities like LA or New York. But what makes Illinois an outlier? It, it, it's this, you know, it's this issue, right? So we don't have people coming in, right? And population growth is an important factor in, uh, in, to, in forecasting housing demand, right? So if there's nobody looking for homes in Illinois, uh, we're not going to see the kind of sales uh, that we saw for realtors that we saw in other states. And we're not gonna see housing prices appreciate, housing values appreciate as much. Uh, so, so that is really the problem in, in Illinois. And, and we know the reason, right? The reason is, you know, it, it, people understand that the true cost of home ownership in Illinois is not just the price tag of a house. It's also, uh, you know, the highest property taxes in the nation, the highest overall tax burden in the nation. And uh, I, I, I will say crumbling infrastructure, right? We don't have the infrastructure uh, that would justify housing, higher housing valuations. Uh, and, and most of that is due to, a, to, you know, budgetary gimmicks in our state house. It's due to our uh, public employee retirement crisis, right? Our pension costs are rising so much that the state is unable to invest in communities despite raising taxes uh, almost on a yearly basis. Talk to me a little bit about that issue. So the cost of home ownership when someone's, you know, looking at buying a home, how in Illinois, you know, the factors maybe are a little different. Yes, of course. You know, you know, before um, we had this uh, decrease in the state and local tax deduction cap, right? That, right, we, we, we saw the, during, during the Trump administration, we saw decrease in the, in the cap, in the, uh, state and local tax deductions uh, that capped it at $10,000. And so before that, it was very easy for state governments to raise taxes and then people would take advantage of the tax advantages uh, in the federal tax code to deduct uh, their state and local tax liability from their federal income taxes. And so, you know, you could get that, you could have the highest property taxes in the nation. You could have the highest overall state and local tax burden. And, and people would take that on the chin, right? Because they could deduct a lot of that from their federal income tax liability. With that change, right? With the change that occurred where the cap was now $10,000, 
uh, it's no longer okay for a state to tax as much because what happens is people hate, people feel the pain of paying higher taxes. Their tax burden increases. And so uh, as a result, we saw a surge in migration. Uh, Illinois' out-migration crisis uh, increased during the Trump administration. And, it, you know, last year, you know, it was at an all-time high. You know, it keeps accelerating. Uh, and during the pandemic, we saw people just going to places that were better, more affordable. They went to Texas, Arizona, Florida, places with no income tax, places with low uh, overall tax burdens. And so, you know, as long as you continue to, uh, Springfield continues to raise taxes and does nothing to rein in uh, kind of the drivers, the cost drivers, uh, like this pension crisis uh, that Illinoisans are feeling right now, then we're, we're going to continue to, to see more people moving abroad and buying, settling uh, down in other states. You know, it, we're at a point where very few people want to own, live, uh, and work in Illinois. Uh, they'd rather be in Indiana where it's a lot cheaper uh, and you still have access to the Chicago market. I think you have a stat, maybe you can share that illustrates this really well, which is someone's mortgage and their property taxes might be worth as much or higher than their mortgage payment. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. We, you know, when you add up, uh, you know, those costs, you realize quickly that Illinois is one of those states where your mortgage payments, your maintenance costs, your property taxes uh, just add up. And they're much higher uh, in Illinois than, uh, than they would be in other places as a share of home value, right? So even given the value of your home, you're paying a higher share in housing cost to live in Illinois uh, than you would uh, elsewhere. Uh, especially given that housing prices are not rising as much here. Uh, so, we, so we're seeing that uh, it's, it's causing a lot of pain uh, for families. And so although housing prices may seem more affordable relative to places like New York and San Francisco or Los Angeles, uh, the cost of owning a home in Illinois is much higher and, and, and completely uh, not worth it. For most, uh, for most buyers and investors. There's just one other aspect of this that I wanna get into, which is renters. So tell me about what it looks like if you are just renting a home instead of looking to purchase one. Yes, uh, yes, you know, you know it's, uh, it's, this, is a, this is a problem, a really sad uh, situation for renters because you know, as housing demand increases and housing prices rise, uh, traditionally, what we see is rents decrease. They don't increase. Uh, and the reason rents decrease is mostly, first, you know, you have more people buying homes than choosing to buy rather than renting. But at the same time, you end up with an increase in supply, right? So you have more units available on the market, coming on the market. And so rent prices ought to decrease. Now, unfortunately, because supply had been so sluggish for the past decade and is only starting to try to catch up to housing demand nationwide, rentals, rent price, rental costs have also increased across the country. And, and this is a serious issue because there's a lot of research that shows that when rents increase, homelessness also increases. 
You know, you, you, you get to a point where you have a serious affordability crisis. You have people who can't purchase a home. And then at the same time, they can't, they, they can't stay in their rentals or are getting outbid by high income renters. And so, and so this is a serious issue that, uh, that we're facing nationwide. In Illinois, the problem gets compounded by this problem that I highlighted, where because we have the second highest property taxes in the nation, and that property taxes continue to increase really rapidly every year, landlords who ultimately just pass on those costs to renters, right? Uh, we end up seeing rental costs increase even more in a place like Illinois because of the high property tax burden that, uh, that is falling on citizens, that on residents, uh, and, and that's increasing rapidly every year. Uh, so, so this is a serious problem, right? We're seeing housing prices increase and pricing many families out of the market. But at the same time, we're seeing rents also increase really fast and, and unfortunately squeezing a lot of low-income families. What do you think our listeners should know in terms of solutions to that major problem you just highlighted? Well, we, we, we have to get out of the way of construction, first of all. I think that it's important to uh, allow builders to build, right? We know that there's a massive problem uh, when it comes to the uh, uh, compounding effects of regulations, right? Zoning laws and, and land use regulations that prevent builders to build. I, I mean, a, a recent study by the National Association of Home Builders shows that basically 24% of the average sales price of a single family home uh, can be directly attributed to the cost of regulations. These regulations at total state and local level, especially at the local, local municipal level are squeezing uh, builders so much that they, don't, they can't build starter homes anymore. And what they end up doing is they're building these, they're building these expensive units that are pricing out many people from the market. So government needs to start by getting out of the way of, of building. That, that's the first recommendation. The second thing is, if we want Illinois to be a place where people wanna live, own and work and, and play, what we need to do is make uh, Illinois more attractive than other states. And the way to do that is by reforming our broken pension system, because that will allow us to lower pension costs. Uh, and, and a lot of people, you know, don't understand why that's so important. You know, when 25 to 30% of your state budget goes to pensions, you're spending less on uh, infrastructure, you're spending less on schools, you're spending less on on amenities, you're spending less on low on assistance for low-income families, right? You're spending less on so many things that would actually make Illinois more attractive. But at the same time, because pension costs are rising, property taxes are also increasing, and so you're squeezing families uh, on the on their property tax bills. And at the same time, you're not providing them with the amenities and the things that attract people to to local housing markets. And so, of course, as a result, people choose not to live here. You know, even if they have a job in Chicago, it's so much more attractive to buy and, and live or even rent in Indiana, you know, where, by the way, Indiana had robust housing construction relative to Illinois in the last 10 years, right? And so, you know, they have, they have a serious problem in the sense that 
housing demand is so high over there and, and they're building units to meet that demand. Whereas in Illinois, you know, we're not building enough. And at the same time, not many people want to come here. And so uh, we're in a situation where in the region, we're not doing very well. And so if we want to see our housing markets kind of pick up again, and we want uh, people to be able to afford homes, we need to build, but we also need to lower the tax burden for people who are, cons- who are looking out there, potential home buyers who are looking out there and might consider Illinois to come and live because of the lake, you know, the natural amenities that we have in our state. You know? So again, recommendation number one, reform pension system to lower costs and improve government spending on the nice amenities that people care about when they buy a home, right? Like schools uh, and local parks, uh, but also we must build. You know, I cannot say that enough. We must build because without building more units, especially starter homes, affordability will be a problem for low income for families at the, at the low end. Uh, I also have to say that Illinois is one of the states that's one of the most unequal. And so even though you may have some people at the top that are okay with rising housing prices, a lot of people are at the bottom struggling, right? Struggling to make their mortgage payments, property tax payments, uh, and everything that comes with owning a home in the state of Illinois. Thank you so much for diving into that topic with us today, Dr. Orfe Dibungi. We will talk to you again soon. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. To keep up with all of our work at the Illinois Policy Institute and to sign up for our newsletter, visit illinoispolicy.org. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Policy Shop.